Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Rijk van Ikker. Well, the RAND seems to be clawing back some of its uh, losses uh, it suffered over the past week, uh, despite some continuing emerging market concerns and it is approaching the 15 rand to the dollar mark and uh, there is also some good news today the japanese insurance group tokyo marine and uh, it is one of the biggest insurance companies in the world has acquired a 22.5 percent stake in hollard insurance and that's for the paltry amount of 5 billion rand one of the biggest foreign investments into south africa for some years and a bit later, I'll speak to Allard CEO Saxon Tombella about this transaction. In other news, platinum producer Northern published uh, pretty decent results for its financial year to the end of June. And the embattled construction group Avenge also published a trading statement which suggests that there may be some light at the end of the tunnel. Let's just look at the indicators before I speak to Chantal Marx of FMB Wealth and Investments. The uh, all-share index down 0.2% after trading higher for most of the morning. It is currently uh, at 57,119 points. Resources down 1.6%. One, 1. Industrials has gained 0.3%, while financials uh, up 0.1%. Gold index down 1.5%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 is down half a percent. The DAX down 0.4%. The CIC 40, CIC 40 has lost 0.4%. And earlier in Southeast Asia, uh, the Nikkei lost three quarters of a percent. Shanghai traded 0.4 percent higher. The Hang Seng lost 0.1 percent. Let's just look at some inter- some shares that are performing well. Vivo has gained five percent. Massmart up four and a half. Asor four percent. Exaro 2.9. Bitvest gained 2.4. And then Clicks and Imperial around 2.3 percent. On the downside, Sabanya Gold down 3.7. Quilter 2.9, Implats has lost 2.9 as well, um, and then Anglos down 2.7, South 32 down 2.4%, uh, Glencore down 2.2, and Billiton also down 2.2. Let's look at the currencies. The rand is trading at 11 at 15 rand 11 against the dollar, 19 rand 59 against the pound, and 17 rand 60 against the euro. The euro is trading at one dollar 16, the pound at one dollar 29. Bitcoin at $6,452 or 102,507 Rand. That's down slightly. The gold is uh, the gold price uh, is 1,200. Uh, platinum is trading at 792. Brent crude oil down slightly at $76.46 US cents. The R186 is trading at 9.13%. Chantal Marks of um, FMB Wealth and Investments. Uh, you know, we've yesterday we heard Moody's uh, has uh, cut our economic growth prospects quite aggressively. There could be a downgrade on the cards. Uh, it seems like it is priced in into the rand already. Yeah, I mean, it's more than priced in, it seems. And I think that the, the movement in the rand kind of reflects that the the uh, kind of push up towards the the mid middle part of the 15 rand range um, really was a little bit overdone. Um, the rand coming back quite nicely. Um, Moody's did say, though, that they'll hold off um, until after the medium term uh, budget policy statement um, in October. So I think near term, we won't necessarily see a downgrade, but we are definitely not out of the woods. And um, recent events and the disappointment in second quarter GDP data has just added that risk to the mix again. 
Yeah, the rand is uh, down four rand to the dollar since um, uh, the end of February, which is significant. Um, and the JSE this year is down four percent so far. Uh, do you think that is justified, or do you think it's totally overdone? So it does look overdone, um, as I said earlier, but um, you have to kind of take it into into context. So you first had the the big miss on first quarter GDP, which is South African, right? Um, and then you had risk off across emerging markets also impacting on the rand being a very liquid emerging market currency and often being used as a proxy for emerging, emerging markets globally. Um, we had pressure points come through out of um, Argentina um, them having to get an IMF bailout, uh, raising interest rates to, I think, 60% now in order to defend their currency. Uh, you had Turkey and the and the mess politically there. Um, and all of this kind of filtering through and weighing on the rand even further. And then you get the surprise of second quarter GDP also missing the mark and us entering into a technical recession, which is, again, SA-based. Coupled with that, you do have dollar strength coming through because you have the the – out, the outlook for interest rates in the U.S. is becoming a lot more hawkish. Um, and if rates in the U.S. increase, it generally is positive for portfolio flows moving into uh, that market. So all of those combined resulting in that four rand dip. But it does seem overdone um, because a lot of it is external, as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, on the local front, platinum producer Northern um, issued statements for the, to the end of June. That's for the full financial year. Revenue up 10% to five and a half billion rand. Headline earnings uh, rose by 6% to 422 million. Um, platinum produced or the production rose by 7%. Um, and the group invested nearly 4 billion rand in uh, growth projects. Uh, on the face of it, pretty decent results. Yeah, I mean, Northam is one of the platinum producers that are not marginal, that are actually making money at current um, at current platinum prices. Um, and that was reflected in the gross margin as well. So as you rightly mentioned, a reasonable earnings per share number, a good production, and then, um, as I mentioned, gross margin being up. But there are some negatives in that result as well. Unit costs have been increasing quite a bit. Um, and as a result, group cash flow has come under a little bit of pressure. So that would be a concern for for the group that is meant to pay uh, quite a bit out in preference share dividends to Zambezi Platinum shareholders um, or Platinum Pref shareholders. And that's also, I mean, the earnings per share number up by around about 6% is a normalized earnings per share number. In actual fact, once you account for the Zambezi Platinum st- um, pre- preference share, they are still loss making. So they kind of need to figure out their balance sheet going forward. But uh, from an operational perspective, it wasn't too bad at all. At a platinum price of around $790, are they making money? Uh, Northam is making a little bit of money. Um, I think the only... The only platinum producer at the moment making any sort of meaningful cash is um, Amplat, and it's very concentrated on the Mojalacuena operation, which is an open pit mine. Um, the rest of the guys uh, really won't be um, doing very well. Maybe Sabania's U.S. operations um, will be okay, but they're more focused on Palladium anyway. Just looking at the the, the commodity shares that are, are being hammered today, uh, is that that just a function of the rand? Well, commodity prices generally are a little bit lower, um, with the exception of precious metal prices. So uh, gold and platinum holding up quite well today. Um, but um, kind of the base metal prices are under pressure. Um, there, are, there is still a lot of concern around uh, the trade war. Um, Trump 
um, Trump's newest round of tariffs already having gone through um, the public participation process. Um, China and the U.S. now sitting around a table again. um, And who knows what will emanate from those discussions. Trade wars are bad for growth and it's bad for commodity prices. And that's why you've seen this kind of pressure come through. Just a a perception from my side, whenever the rand weakens aggressively, like we've seen the past few weeks, the hedges doesn't seem to move. But when the rand strengthens, they weaken. Is that the case? Yeah. So, I mean, with the the hedges that we have in South Africa, it's very specific to a more kind of consumer staple defensive part of the market. So because it's not really cyclical and these stocks generally don't perform very well when we're in a period of economic expansion, um, you might see kind of an under recovery when it comes to the upside uh, when the rand weakens. Um, still a lot of question marks around British American Tobacco and Alza Bush um, and then to a lesser extent Richmond. Yeah. Uh, Avenge, it's a company in distress under business rescue um, and it issued a trading statement today, it says it wants to uh, dispose of some non- non-core assets and uh, there seems to be a good appetite from potential buyers and that include Avenge Trident Steel, Grinnecker LTA and some of its manufacturing businesses as well as properties. Uh, and it foresees a, a significant decline in its uh, headline loss for the financial year. Um, of course, the, the whole construction sector is uh, facing some significant headwinds. Do you think a company like this or the, you know, they could actually recover in, in the short term? And if I don't know if you've looked at the trading statement and if this is enough for Avenge to survive. Yeah, I mean, I had a very quick look at it. Um, so in terms of construction companies and business rescue, we officially have Esau and, and Basil Reed and a couple of private companies in bus- business rescue and Avenge and Group 5 kind of circling the drain <laughs> at the moment. Um, Avenge has a has a problem because they have very expensive debt um, in the form of their convertible bonds Um, and they actually need to redeem that early. Uh, What they did is they did a capital raise but the share price was so depressed that they didn't manage to raise enough so in order for them to to redeem those convertible prefs or convertible bonds and stay liquid they actually being forced into these asset sales. Now, they do mention that it's non-core and they have said in the past that they are trying to get rid of these assets, but it just seems like they're under an immense amount of pressure at the moment. So the question is whether or not they'll be able to get good prices for um, for these assets. Um, the loss will narrow, but I mean, it's it's still a loss.